nobody like this You ain't seen nobody like this You hear my sound all over town singing Welcome to San Antonio Soccer Roundtable. Uh, my name is Harry. I'll be your host tonight. And with me tonight is Rafa. Um, and the reason why uh, this will be the SAFC coverage, uh, they lost 5 to nothing to FC Dallas this past week. And pretty much all the information you got. <laughs> so I hate to say it. There's not a whole lot more to say. The SA, uh, SAFC media team, um, you know, it was pretty short, pretty frank, saying, yep, we lost, and and uh, better days are ahead. It's, you know, in, in my opinion, it's better to uh, get the ugly loss out of the way and, and uh, uh, for it here in preseason. So your quick thoughts on SAFC here? Uh, did, did PC get a yellow card? No, he didn't. He actually uh, uh, he got subbed off, I want to say, 30th, 38th minute, somewhere mm -hmm. around there. Uh, due to an injury, so uh, hopefully nothing serious. Hopefully just a precaution. Um, but outside of the game, you know, I know they mentioned Matt Cardoni had a had a had a good save. I know there was an own goal for the second goal, um, but you have to give it to you know FC Dallas. They uh, they put the pressure on and and kept it on. And uh, yeah. you know that's you know you know. Uh, I'm assuming they didn't take the uh, zero zero tie last week here in Toyota Field very well, and uh, uh, they are MLS, so and it, it was in FC Dallas, and you know obviously we don't want you know SAFC to lose ever, but if you're going to have a poor performance, it's better when it doesn't count than when when they do count. <laughs> Rafa, how are you? I guess they uh, needed the points. Yeah, yeah, it's you know I know there's the Copa uh, Lite, I think is what it the is. Copita. So. Like yeah, because yeah, that's know, the only that's probably the only trophy they could probably win <laughs> for, so, for FC Dallas. <laughs> uh, oh, I won't go there. Like, I think FC Dallas is going to have a good team. I think out of the Texas teams and uh, with United Soccer FC, I'm probably going to come out with a prediction show uh, this weekend or before the season starts. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, yeah, to me, like I said, I think FC Dallas is a little undervalued and and. Um, we make fun of them because there's nobody, you know, it's Frisco FC and, and in the middle of nowhere. Um, <laughs> but I think this year they got they got a pretty good team, you know, especially compare. Um, I guess the other news, uh, you know, uh, uh, Austin FC uh, played uh, Houston and lost three to two. And um, some people, I guess, in Austin are overreacting to a preseason friendly, but, you know. That's what happens when you plant a tree and it's fully grown, as opposed to growing from the roots and growing up. But uh, that's a they're whole they're separate discussion. Uh, yeah, they're they're thinking they're coming in and and going to go through uh, for that. Hopefully, final thoughts on SAFC. Hopefully, everybody got their seat selections. If you're season ticket members, 
Um, you know, for that here, I know a little uh, haggle here, but I ended up getting uh, reasonable better seats here, which I'll, I'll talk to you off air here, Rafa here. So mm -hmm. uh, on that here, but we're not here to talk about FC SAFC tonight here. Um, it's going to be more about the uh, quarterfinal results, correct? Um, yep. And then kind of previewing the regional, what, semifinals uh, mm -hmm. for here. So I have created a, a new bracket uh, for here, a little bit cleaner. Um, have last week's results here. And then, you know, of course, as results happen tonight or tomorrow, I think most games are tomorrow. Um, there might be a few uh, tonight here, but obviously no results as of yet. Um, we'll kind of go over it here. Um, on Wednesday, we're going to have another soccer preview show uh, with uh, the 50-50 podcast. Uh, Coach uh, uh, Kano, and I'm trying to see if uh, Lethal Enforcer is going to be coming on. And I'm trying to see if from the Striker Texas, if we can get the, their RGV reporter on as well. And, and I'll confirm that. But I know um, it will be the uh, SA Soccer Roundtable and the 50-50 podcast. As we fill in the uh, bracket here, and like I said here, last time you did pretty well, but uh, mm -hmm. you know, I saw too much red on the old bracket, so I figure <laughs> let's break out a new one. Um, got the results here, which I think kind of helps uh, as well here uh, you know, for the discussion here. So we're going to start out with the 4A boys. Um, obviously, top of the brackets, Region 1 and 2. Bottom half the brackets, Region 3 or 4, and obviously we're in Region 4 here, so that'll be probably most of the discussion Although Rafa does have, you know, pretty decent knowledge on on the major, uh, major, uh, you know, uh, high schools here in in the state of Texas here. So, Stephenville uh, squeaked out uh, in PKs uh, over San Eli five four. Uh, Diamond Hill Jarvis uh, beat Mithlothian, and, and I know there was a picture. Um, I'm not sure if it was real or fake <laughs> about the team. Um, I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> uh, community uh, beat Torrell uh, two to one. Palestine beat Pittsburgh, uh, or pardon me, yeah, Palestine beat Pittsburgh one nothing uh, for that here. Bottom of the bracket, Mineral Wells, uh, you know, uh, took Berger out six uh, two. Another good game, Castleberry one one and one in PKs four to two. In the bottom half of the other side, Paris uh, beat Chapel Hill three one. And Selena on the boys' side uh, beat Athens uh, two to one here. So, on the top half of the bracket here, uh, anything that stands out to you from uh, last week's actions? Uh, I mean, a little heartbreaker for San Eli losing and and PKs, but props to Stephenville. I mean, I, I think they've come a long way. Um, I, re I remember that program. I remember we played them in San Angelo back in the early two thousands and. They they weren't <laughs> soccer savvy. They're more known for football, but uh, yeah, it's great a great win for them. And I mean, they knock off you know, someone that's one state, so it's a good confidence booster going in. But that that Diamond Hill Jarvis team, um, they might be the Cinderella, or <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Mister Cinderella. <laughs> After yes, looking at so the picture, the picture that was floating around had guys that had better builds, beards than I do. And, you know, not that I have a, a good beer to begin with, but, you know, we'll, we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> so uh, they looked very mature, not that we're trying to instigate trouble here. Um, down on the but bottom think, here, anything that sticks out to you, Mineral Wells with the 6-2, pretty convincing. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure they were going to get by Borger. Castleberry, I think they were, they were listed as one of the favorites. Uh, Palestine, 
like I said, they've been a safe powerhouse for 4A. Uh, close one with Pittsburgh. Uh, should be a really interesting next game with, with uh, that community team. Community. No one knows too much about community, but I think they're not going to take them lightly. So that's going to be a, a real good, good, good game. And then Paris and Salina. I think Paris like I said, might have a little edge on that game. So, you know, so Region 1 and Region 2, they're starting to – now you're starting to see who's really the – kind of like the the, the the cut – the programs are cut to get to make that run to the final, the final four. So is the matchup to look out for is kind of up here in the corner with uh, yeah, Stephenville versus Diamond Hill Jarvis? That that's gonna be a good game, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Diamond Hill. I think I think they might be, I think they're pedigree by a little bit little too much for Stephenville. Uh, you know they've been on a roll, so I'm gonna I'm gonna favor them, and I think they're more likely gonna end up playing Castleberry in the regional final. And then on the other side, uh, I think Palestine probably go through, and they'll probably end up going against Paris, and that's gonna be a really good regional final for that game. The bottom half of the bracket, uh, Royal Beginnings, Hargrave beat East Chambers, uh, Sealy beat uh, Salado, Columbia. Uh, and this was a, this was a, I want to say Sunday game uh, with that, a 3 2 win over Splendora. Uh, London beat uh, Idea Far, Bernie beat uh, Idea Montepros, and Hildago got beat uh, by Idea Riverside. And Taylor uh, got by Fredericksburg. So I know Fredericksburg's probably the big team. Bernie's the big team as far as locally here. Um, Hildago, I guess, is in the area as well, right? Uh, they're in the Valley. So I, I, yeah, I've heard the their name mentioned quite a bit, and it just could be from you know people that I know. But uh, mm -hmm. thoughts on the bottom half of the bracket here? We'll start over on the region. You know, I'm assuming this is region three. Uh, you know, Royal uh, going against Hargrave. That's a big. That's actually a big win for Royal over Giddings and uh, a buddy of mine. There's a coach over there in the, in the like over there in full shirt. Coach Art Trevino had told me about Royal that they've really built a really good program out of, out, of, out of nowhere. So that's a big win for them. And I think going into this game against Hargrave, I think they're going to be the favorites. Uh, heartbreaker for Fredericksburg against Taylor, but I don't think Taylor's going to get by Hidalgo. Hidalgo's got, like I said, they have the the tradition of being a, one of the best Valley soccer teams from the, you know, for the smaller schools, uh, Bernie, like I said, going into London, that's going to be an interesting game because no one's uh, not too much info about London. They're like an up and coming program, but I still get favor Bernie because of, you know, the tradition and the, you know, the, you know, just being there, the, I guess having the experience, but now it's going to be a good game. So I, I do see maybe an Hidalgo Bernie regional final. And then we have Sealy, uh, which is a Sealy. big upset over Columbia. some. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Salado. And Salado was actually one of the favorites to win that region. So going in, you can see Sealy against Columbia. Over uh, yeah. the uh, east side there. So I think Sealy probably go over Columbia. And then we probably just see a Sealy versus. Royal like an I like a little I10 battle between Royal and Sealy, and then I could see on the other side for Region Four I see Hidalgo and and Bernie in the other regional final. So moving to the ladies, uh, Stephenville uh, got by Canyon, Menlothian got by Benbrook, uh, San Eli got by Pampa, uh, Argyle got by uh, Life Waxahachie, 
Melissa got by Anna. Uh, Henderson uh, rolled North Lamar seven to one. Uh, Selena got by Cato Mills 12-0, and, and Selena, through their three matches, hasn't been scored, and I think uh, they've scored 43 goals. Double digits, I think I posted it on there, um, you know, for that here. And, 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 you know, they may not be the strongest competition, but the only team that they've actually lost to is Melissa all year uh, for that here, and, and they did lose both of those matches. And then Bullard versus Kilgore here, or you know, squeaked by Kilgore one nothing here. So, uh, you know, thoughts on uh, you know the top of the bracket here? Anything stand out to you? Then Region One, like I said, with Cedarville versus Milothian, whoever wins that game, like I said, it's gonna probably be one of the favorites. I know Stephenville's. I think they're the defending state champs, but I think Milothian may have some have them say it, it's it. You could see this game going to PKs, you know. Whoever makes a mistake during the game is probably going to take advantage and win that game. It's going to be a low-scoring game, but I can see that one going to PKs. San Eli, the uh, girls, they're surprising everybody. Uh, I know Argyle might be the favorite, but if I'm Argyle, I wouldn't take those girls lightly. They've really built a really good program there. Uh, I still favor Argyle, but don't count out uh, San Eli's one of pulling the upset. Uh, what can you say about Salina? Uh, 43 goals in three games. I don't know if that's a record for UIL. Like, then they have to look into the record books. Uh, People are allowed put... less than five goals all year. Yeah, so, that's... And, and they're in a, a pretty tough division because uh, Salina and Cato Mills and Melissa and Anna were the four mm-hmm. playoff teams in 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 there. Um, according to Coach Gen- the 50-50 pod, Coach uh, Cano, Argyle took out Sam Ellie 5 oh. earlier. T- oh, took out er- earlier today here. So there's already Sam one uh, one result here that we can uh, put in pen here that uh, Argyle. Argyle. Uh, and is, I guess uh, I had a feeling that it would probably go through, but I I didn't think it'd be that that big of a you know big of a you know a result. But yeah, I could see. Like I said, I think Salina might have a little, you know, they'll have a game against Buller, but I think it's probably going to end up being Melissa versus Salina in the regional final. Moving to the bottom half, Lake Belton over Belleville. Uh, Bay City squeaked by Little Cypress. Uh, Salado beat Lorena. Uh, Harden Jefferson got by Lumberton 2-1. to one. Uh, Cal Allen, uh, 4-0. Bernie over Canyon Lakes, uh, 7-1. to one. London over Santa Brutus and Wimberley knocked out Fredericksburg. So uh, Fredericksburg, both the boys and girls, the uh, season ended, but Wimberley versus London and then Bernie versus uh, Cal Allen. Uh, this one here, I think, uh, at least from speaking with you previously, mm-hmm. probably is the bigger one of the two. Yeah. Yeah. Bernie, Bernie's got a test. So I'm not too sure, familiar with, like I said, with Cal and. I know last the last few years they've struggled in 5A, but dropping down to 4A, uh, they've really made some strides. So that's going to be a very good game. I'm not sure where that game is going to be played at. Um, oh, I can but, tell you. Uh, I think it could be in Bevo more likely. I think because I know I was at a coin toss over this weekend, and I think one of the coaches mentioned that the games had to be uh, like a kind of meeting halfway. At, at this point, unless they were flipping home and home. Uh, let me see if it says here. 
Yeah, it doesn't. According to Max Prep, it doesn't yeah. give uh, the location as of yet. It just says it's a neutral playoff game uh, for the hair. But Cal Allen's twenty-two and one, and Bernie's uh, twenty-six and four. So, mm-hmm. yeah, um, there's a class of little class of the Titans there for that game, and then I think Wimberley, London. That's another intriguing game, but I think Wimberley will get by. I, I think they're just. I think they're in a little tougher district. So I could see a Bernie versus Wimberley rematch for the regional final. On the other side, Region 3, uh, you got to give it to Lake Belton. Being a new school, they're coming along. They're peaking at the right time. They're going to have a hands full base city. Uh, don't be, be don't be surprised there's an upset there with Lake Belton winning that one. And then Salado, like the late last few years since they had 4A soccer, They've been pretty dominant. I think they should take care of Harding Jefferson. So we may see like a Salado Lake Belton, which I'm sure they're in the same district playing in the regional finals. Moving to the 5A ladies. Uh, at the top is going to be Amarillo 2 1 over Coronado, uh, Centennial 1 0 over Coleville, uh, Wiley over uh, Monterey, Grapevine over uh, Wichita Files Ryder. Magnolia uh, beat uh, Anderson 3-0. Foster uh, 2-0 over Manville. Hold on, let's see. The bracket broke. I'm sorry. Grapevine was over Wichita Falls Rider. And then on the other side, Wakeland uh, beat Reedy 1-0. Forney uh, beat Joshua 3-2. Frisco Memorial 4-0 over Turner. Um, although Turner was, from my understanding, a late, late replacement going into that game. And then Dallas Highland Park uh, to Midlothian, nothing. So um, uh, at least in, in the 5A girls, a lot closer matches, a lot of one goal games uh, between there with the exception of, of the bottom of, of the bottom of the bracket here. Thoughts on uh, Region 1 and Region 2? Uh, Amarillo, Centennial, that's going to be a good game, but I'm going to give the edge to Centennial. I think the Metroplex team will, are going to advance and then Wiley, I think that's Abilene Wiley, I believe, uh, versus Grapevine. I think that's Abilene Wiley. Uh, Abilene, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, Abilene Wiley versus Grapevine, but I think Grapevine should take care of business. So we'll see it. We'll see a Centennial versus Grapevine final. Region two is really stacked because you got four teams that can really, but I'm going to give the edge of Wakeland over Forney. I think Wakeland, because they've been there in the, in the state tournament, they'll, they'll advance to the final. Frisco Memorial and Highland Park, that's going to be a very good game. It's going to be, I don't think you're going to see any four or five zero games. This is going to be a close one, but I'm going to give the edge to Highland Park. So we're going to see a Wakeland versus Highland Park. These uh, are two Metroplex teams, right? Uh, yeah, right yeah. here, where um, you know, I think historically, the Metroplex teams, you know, especially on the girls' side, turn out very, very good programs. So that should be a good final there. And then on the bottom side, Magnolia three over uh, Anderson, Foster two over Manville, AM consolidated one four three over Pflugerville, and Friendswood beat Port Niches. AMPK six to five. On the other side, uh, Cedar Park got past Bernie Champion. I know that was a team that we were kind of rooting for. McAllen mm-hmm. rolled to Corpus Christi Memorial five zero. 
Dripping Springs got by Liberty Hill 2-0 in, in another match that we were looking at, and Gregory Portland got plus, uh, Flower Bluff 1-0. Uh, so to me, though, the game that kind of caught my attention was the Friendswood Port Neches, just, you know, looking uh, at from the Houston guys that that was a, a, a thrilling game and, and a good result from Friendswood. Yeah, Friendswood, like I said, they've had that pedigree last few years being the elite, one of the elite programs in the Houston area. I think they should take care of business with AM Consolidated. Uh, the surprise has been Foster. Richmond Foster has been a surprise. Uh, they've done an excellent job, you know, going through the bracket. And I think they're going up against Manuelia. That's going to be another tough matchup. But I think Foster's going to pull off the upset. So I think I see a Foster versus Friendswood uh, regional final. And then back over here in region four, uh, Cedar Park and McAllen. Uh, I think that game's going to be played at Cal Island Stadium in Corpus. Uh, Cedar Park better beware with McAllen. Uh, three years ago, McAllen made the 6A state tournament. And what I've been reading from McAllen, they have a very good midfield. And they've done, they flex their muscle down there in the valley. Uh, like I said, this this could be your upset special. So I'm going to actually go with McAllen. I think McAllen's going to upset Cedar Park and get into the final. And then Dripping Springs, they got by a, a very tough Liberty Hill. I think that's one of the game of the weeks in the Austin area. Uh, Drippy Springs versus Gregory Portland. That's another tough matchup. Actually, that game is going to be played, I think, here in San Antonio tomorrow at Comalander. So you have a chance to go see that game. Check it out. You got two, you know, two top ranked teams, you know, state ranked teams. But I'm still going to give the edge to Dripping Springs. It'll be close, but I think Dripping Springs will make it a final. So I'm going to see a drip, probably a Dripping Springs McAllen final. How shocked were you that Birdie Champion lost to Cedar Park? Uh, wasn't too shocked. Um, it's like when I mentioned to Coach Kano over the weekend, it's like, I think there's, you know, with 5A, 5A, 6A girls soccer, you know, we're, we see a gap as far as the level of play between Austin and San Antonio. And I think Austin's over, for girls soccer is overtaken them. And that's why you see a lot of those Austin area, you know, we don't really, that was kind of our last, San Antonio area team to still be alive. Mm -hmm. So I think that's something that maybe <laughs> does need to be addressed and hopefully we can, they can fix that and we'll start seeing some of our 5A girls, you know, knock off those Austin teams and get into, you know, to the, to the final four for the region as well. Is it, and then and like I said here, I, I don't follow the game as close as you do, obviously. Is it because mainly a lot of the good girls programs move up to 6A with, with the with the campuses here, where maybe it's more kind of, you know, like uh, Harlan last year was mm -hmm. was 5A and then moved up, you know, you know due to attendance, you know, uh, yeah. you know rising attendance. Is that part of it where maybe the 6A girls, um, you know, you, you know, they keep moving up due to the growth population here in San Antonio? S some of it could be that. I think others is – Having the amount of club soccer players on your team, especially if they're playing, you know, if they're playing in ECNL or they're playing state classic league, you know, if you have more of those players, you know, you're pretty much going to be a team to be reckoned with, you know, going into district and the playoffs. So I think, I think that's, I think there's a big, I think gap, maybe like I said, in club play, 
between the Austin girls and the San Antonio girls, and hopefully that will be now changed in the near future, and that way we can overtake them, and we'll see some, you know, five, eight, six, eight teams from our area get into, you know, to the state tournament. All right, so moving to 5A boys here, uh, top of the bracket. Uh, Del Valle 2-1 over Monterey, Grapevine uh, 3-1 over Temple Tech, uh, Palo Duro 4-3 over El Paso Bowie, uh, Colleyville uh, with, from what I understand, an upset over Wichita Falls 2-1. Uh, Frisco took out Centennial uh, 2-0, Longview beat Sulphur Springs uh, 3-1. Um, it didn't, I could never find, let me see if it's updated as of yet here. Wakeland beat Turner uh, in mm -hmm. PKs. It didn't say when I updated the bracket. And even here, it's um, it's still not showing as, as far as what the actual results were. Let me show details. Yeah, it just says when. It doesn't say what happened in PKs. And then Nagajosha's upset, or, or probably not upset, but uh, beat Lufkin. And I think you predict Lufkin. That's why I said it was a, a upset there. But um, to me, the big result, you know, just looking at Twitter, uh, was Cooleyville over Wichita Falls, who I think was, what, the number one uh, team going in? Or, or they mm -hmm. haven't lost uh, for that here at this, at the, at, you know, up until that point. Yeah, that's that was a shocker over the weekend for them to – Get knocked off by Colleyville. I think I think Wichita Falls was like I think the favorite to win the state title. Yeah, they were undefeated. Twenty, they were twenty-three and zero going into that match, and Colleyville was nine, well, eighteen four and two at the point. So Wichita Falls had not lost up until up until that match. <laughs> so going into the the this regional semifinal game, uh, I think Colleyville is going to be riding high. They cannot fall asleep with this Palo Duro team. This Palo Duro team, have, they've knocked off two quality El Paso programs. Uh, so it'll be close. I'm still going to give the edge to Colleyville, but don't be surprised. Like I said, Palo Duro pulls off the upset. And then on the top of the bracket, I think Grapevine and El Paso Del Valle, that's going to be a great game. Uh, I think they've had some battles in the past. Uh, I'm gonna go with Del Valle. I think they're gonna find a way to win. I think they break through. They they eliminated a Metroplex team, so I think we're gonna see like a Del Valle Colleyville Heritage uh, regional final. Uh, Frisco, like I said, should be a good game with uh, with Longview. I'm gonna go with Frisco. I think they're just playing a, a lot tougher district than Longview. I think they're more battle tested. The surprise is, is Wakeland barely gaining by Turner. You know. You know, Turner's not one of a pro, not one of those programs that you're, you know, that you hear about. And then for Wakeland to struggle with them, hopefully that was a wake up call. Like I said, those should take care of Nacogdoches. So I'm gonna see. This could be an all Frisco, ISD uh, regional final going going in with Wakeland and Frisco High. Bottom half of the bracket: Kingwood <laughs> six over Weiss, uh, Foster. One in PK's 3-1 over Sharpstown in a 5-5 in a thriller. Uh, Hendrickson 5-2 over Anderson and Friendswood 2-0 uh, over Galena Park, uh, you know, over there. On the other side, Southwest, uh, I think most people, you know, they they stepped up and beat uh, Cedar Park, um, which I think surprised a little bit of people just, you know, uh, you know Southwest for real. 
uh, Valley View 2 over Brownsville Veterans Memorial 1. And uh, Leander had, a, from my understanding, you know, had, uh -huh. had a lead. Um, but Dripping Springs came back and got two late goals to, to get by three to two. And then Brownsville Porter uh, with, I think, what you would call a dominant per, uh, performance over uh, Sherryland. So looking at Region 3 um, with the top racket, I think King, Kingwood's probably going to be the favorite for against Foster. Like I said, Kingwood has a tradition of being one of the best soccer programs in the Houston area. Uh, but like I said, Foster's been playing great. It'll be a close game. But I'm going to give the edge to, like I said, I'm going to give it the edge to Kingwood so they should take care of business on that on that one. And then on the bottom, Flickerville Hendrickson, they're just keep on chugging along. No one saw that coming. They have a great program. Uh, but they're going to run into a real tough test with a battle-tested Friendswood team. Uh, I'm, I think I'm going to go with Friendswood, so I'm going to see – Hopefully, more likely we'll see for Region 3-5A a Friendswood versus uh, a Kingwood final, which is going to be another great game. Uh, they're in Region 4. Uh, surprise, like I said, Southwest getting a big big win over Cedar Park. But now now, you, now you're going to come up with the, the real test. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> The last time they played, I think you said uh, Valley View took them behind the woodshed. Yeah, seven to zero. Uh, Valley View they beat Vertebrates Memorial. That I actually got to see that game. It was a great game. Uh, Valley View got scored on with about just less than I think two minutes, and then they come back with about a minute left. They scored the the winning goal. Uh, like I mentioned on the fifty fifty podcast, you know Southwest is a great program. But you, if you want to be elite, you got to beat Valley View. You have to beat Valley View if you're going to be considered elite. And this is their opportunity. Uh, I'm not sure where this game is going to be played at. Probably be in the Corpus. I'm not too sure. They haven't. I don't think they've posted it, that yet. But this is the game that they need to win. If you're going to make a statement and then also get that monkey off your back from that 7-0 loss a, few years, a couple years ago, this is this is the opportunity, and then down on the bottom, Dripping Springs. You can say they did survive against Leander, but they're gonna run into a Brownsville Porter team that's gonna probably show no mercy. If they do, if Porter has a lead, they're not gonna give it up. And Dripping Springs, uh, hopefully they got a wake up call. But this is gonna be a very good game. I think this is in Corpus. I think it's a cabin of soccer complex. I, I smell upset. I'm gonna go with Brownsville Porter. I think they knock them off. Uh, it'll be close, but I think Porter's going to knock them off. And then the other regional final, I'm going to give the edge to Valley View. So I'm going to see it. We're going to see probably an all Valley, uh, you know, regional final. Like I said, Southwest has an opportunity to, you know, if they can get through, they had a good shot. Like I said, but I'm going to give the edge right now because of Valley because of that, because of the tradition that they have the last few years making it to the state tournament, you know, for the last few years. Looking at the rankings, uh, Southwest is actually, you know, looking at Max Preps uh, rankings. Uh, Southwest is the lowest ranked team, you know, per per that region. So mm -hmm. it will be. Uh, I'm happy with how far that they've got because I think a lot of people had concerns yeah. whether they get past the second round. Um, and not only that, they got past you know Cedar Park, which you know is a 
um, you know, which is a, a solid, you know, solid uh, school um, with history uh, to get by. But yeah, Valley View, uh, that sounds like that's going to be a different animal. And, and then to me, I want to kind of see how Dripping, uh, Dripping Springs kind of responds. Um, last week, they came back against Leander. Uh, Brownsville Porter, like I said here, you know, smashed uh, Sherryland in, in the mouth here, obviously mm -hmm. seven to one. So it would be interesting if, you know, if Dripping Springs uh, is able to uh, live up I, to the high rankings yeah. that they are. I think they're going to have trouble adjusting to that, to that Valley style of soccer that, and that, especially with the, the elite teams have a certain style of play that really gives a lot of teams problems. Uh, I know it's given some San Antonio teams problems. They're very possession based, but they know how to pick kind of pick you apart. And, you know, Brownsville Porter is a very patient team. They have a lot of experience. Like I said, they've, they got two state titles under their belt. And, like I said, going they like I said, Drippers is gonna have to travel all the way to Corpus. That's another factor is that the the fields down there are very windy, and that's gonna make could make a difference of some of these games, you know, going into the to the finals. So you mentioned Austin in the girls is kind of a step up uh, from San Antonio, mm -hmm. um, and I know you've you know you haven't shied about this where you think the Valley has a step over San Antonio. Um, area since we are a San Antonio, uh, you know, focus show here. Are you seeing that gap close, or is it still, you know, still kind of keeping that same distance where the valley? Because looking at the results here, um, there's one San Antonio school, but it's it's really dominated. You know, you got the Dripping Springs, but two valley schools. You know, out of the final, mm -hmm. you know, you know, out of, out of the final four here. I, I think it's it's. Um... I know in the past San Antonio had that edge. There was a big gap with them in the Valley. Then all of a sudden the Valley took over. I think it's kind of back a little bit, almost close to even. Um, you know, I don't know for 5A or 6A is a little bit different. But I think the biggest influence is like a lot of having the club there, especially there in the Valley. I'm sure Edson would probably agree with this. Um, the having those academies like the Dynamo Academy, the Toros Academy, has really helped build some of those programs out there. And, and the way they can, the, the Dynamo partnered with Laredo Heat as well down, you know, mm -hmm. down down south there, you know, to where they're part of that program. Um, I know they're independent, but they've affiliated with them, so uh, that's also there. And, and Robert Rankin mentioned, you know, the girls' soccer in the Valley's catching up. Uh, yeah. Um, as well, I know Austin's kind of, you know, kind of the beast right now. But um, so, you know, you know, Robert seems like you know, seems to be saying that you know um, the Valley's catching up to San Antonio as well. So yeah, having more of those teams compete, like in like a state classic league and ECNL, you know, having those academies have really helped develop a lot of those players down there. Now they have a place, you know, back then they didn't have a place to play. Most of them have been like kind of playing in the adult leagues and just winning games by raw talent. Now that you have academies down there, they have the opportunity to get polished and made a lot better, technically a lot better. So that's why you're seeing a lot more of those teams, you know, get into the, to the state tournaments each year. So moving to the six, a boys, uh, Keller beat Keller Central 2-0. Allen uh, beat Prosper 3-1. Uh, 
Uh, El Paso East Lake 6-2 over Byron Nelson. And Dallas Jesuit uh, beat Boyd 5-4 after a 0-0 uh, match in PKs. Over Rockwall Heath beat Duncanville 1-0. Klein Forest beat Langham Creek 2-0. Sashay beat uh, Lake Ridge 1-0. And Bridgeland beat MacArthur 3-1. So uh, what stands out over here, I think uh, Allen and Prosper was the big match going in. Yeah. Well, the one that stands out is that 6-2 drubbing by El Paso Eastlake on, on Nelson. And going into the Dallas Jesuit game, uh, they're playing that game, I think, in San Angelo. That's going to be another tough, uh, tough game. I don't think the De Metroplex teams like to travel out to West Texas. Uh, every time they've gone out there, they've lost, you know, or some have barely got back, you know, won by their skin or their teeth. Uh, Eastlake's going to win that game. I think they'll take care of just to win all that to the final. Uh, Allen versus uh, who do we have on top of them? Uh, Allen versus Keller. Keller. That's going to be a good game, but I'm going to give the edge to Allen. So I do see uh, Nallin versus uh, El Paso Eastlake Regional Final, which probably going to be played in Midland, Odessa, or, or somewhere in San Angelo. So, so that's going to be a long road trip for both teams. Uh, the Region 2, uh, big win for Rockwall Heath to knock off Duncanville. I think Duncanville was one of the favorites for Region 2. Uh, but I think they were going to run into a really good Klein Forest team. Quality win versus Langham Creek. So I think Clark Forest will advance there. Sasky knocking off Lake Ridge. That's a big, like I said, that was a big one for them. Uh, they're going up against, uh, let me see who's on the bottom. Uh, Bridgeland. Uh, Bridgeland. That's going to be a good game. Uh, I'm going to go with, um, I think Sasky probably get the edge. I'm going to give, it's going to be a close game. So I'm going to go with Sasky. So it'll be yeah, Sasky versus Clan Ford's regional final. Yeah, it's you're looking at it here. So this is a uh, winner of uh, Link um, Rockwell Creek uh, finished third in 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 Division Ten and Klein Forest won fifteen, mm -hmm. and then uh, Sashay won uh, Division Nine and uh, Bridgeland was the runner up in sixteen. So um, really lots you know lots of talent going uh, all over. At the top of the bracket. So the bottom of the bracket, Tompkins 1-0 over Seven Lakes. Humble Beat, Channelville 2-1. Uh, Jersey Village 5-1 uh, over Cinco Ranch. Alif Ellis over North Shore 4-2. Harlan got by Laredo United 2-0. Uh, Lake Travis uh, beat uh, Round Rock Westwood. Uh, Laredo Alexander took out Del Rio, so Del Rio's good uh, run comes to an end. And in the San Antonio Classico, Lee uh, got by Clemens, and I know you were at that game. So you want to start with that one or end with that one? Well, we'll, we'll go with Region 3 with Topkins and Seven Lakes. Uh, those two teams are in the same district of the KDISD. We know that game was going to be close. I thought Seven Lakes would probably pull that out. But, you know, Tompkins has been – the last few years, Tompkins has been pulling off upset. So, so like I said, they, they have a good shot at, at against Umble. I think I think Tompkins knocks those Umble. They get to the final. Uh, surprise that Jersey Village knock off Cinco Ranch. That's another KDISD team. Um, they get knocked off 5-1. to one. And then Ailey Velsic knocking off North Shore. That was another good Houston area game. Uh, I think Ailey Velsic is going to knock off Jersey Village. So I'm more likely for Region 3 final, we're going to be C. Tompkins versus Ailey Velsic. And then Region 4, 
Uh, did go see the league game versus Clemens. That was a great game. Clemen- Clemens could have put – I think, honestly, Clemens could have won this game. Uh, they're up one nothing. They had lots of opportunities. This game could have gone, you know, 3-0, 4-1. They just missed out on those opportunities. And Lee, they, you know, kind of, kind of fixed things up. And they got the first goal in and then just started rolling from there. And Lee, Clemens kind of ran out a little gas. But you got to give it to Lee, you know, so they found a way to win. And they're going up against Laredo Alexander, which I went, did go see that game on Saturday. They're at Ferris. Del Rio had beaten them twice in district play. Uh, but Alexander came to play. And uh, watching that game, you can tell that Alexander was the aggressor. They had a game plan. I mean, Delria was just way out of sync. They just couldn't do anything. Uh, they missed a couple opportunities, but Alexander, they dominated that game. But, you know, and I'll talk about who's going to win between Lee and Alexander. And then Lake Travis, they got by by the skin of their teeth with, with Westwood. I'm sure Westwood <laughs> gave him a good scare. And I think that was going to, I think that was, was what was going to happen. Uh, and then a big win for Harlan to go down to Laredo. I mean, United's a, pro- a quality program. Uh, so they've gotten two big wins, you know, knocking off two district champs. Uh, but they got a tall task tomorrow. Uh, at Lake Travis Andy is Buffalo. the favorite, right? Yeah, Lake Travis versus Harlan. They're playing, I think, at 6 o'clock or 7 o'clock at New Braunfels Canyon High School. So you have a chance, but you're on the Hawks. Uh, if Harlan can build a lead – and hold on to it, which they've had, you know, which I know they can. They can pull off the upset. Like I said, I'm still going to give the edge to like Travis. Like I said, they've, they've they're battle tested. Not saying that Harlan isn't, you know, just to call it the quality of the teams that they have beaten. Like I said, they're you know, especially this game against Westwood. Uh, I'm going to give the like I said the edge to like Travis, but if Harlan can get a lead, like I said, I think they can pull off the upset. But then on the top. Uh, Lee versus Alexander. That game is going to be at, in Corpus as well uh, tomorrow. Uh, I was there for their coin flip. That were, it's pretty interesting where they want some of the places they're trying to play. But I just don't see Alexander uh, at the same level with Lee. Like I said, Alexander's great. They have some good players, but I did see some little kinks on the armor, uh, especially the goalkeeping. I'm not too uh, you know, sure about their goalkeeper. He, like I said, I, especially going against a team like Lee, Lee will win this. Uh, don't be surprised if this could get out of hand, you know, like a 3-0, 4-0 game. I, I could see that happening, you know, if if Lee can just control this. But, you know, don't, they can't go into the game, you know, overconfident, you know, because like I said, Alexander got here for a reason. But I'm going to give Lee the, the edge, and then hopefully next Friday night, uh, somewhere, hopefully, it'll be a game and be in San Antonio. We'll have a Lee versus Lake Travis regional final, or Harlan. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm rooting Harlan. for Harlan to San Antonio. We're rooting for Harlan, but yeah. <laughs> pull the upset. So, pull just kind up. of circling back on the Lee Clemens. Uh, I didn't go. Um, I saw some of the, you know, some of some of it on on you know Facebook and Twitter that that you're showing here. It was a physical game. Um, mm-hmm. Reading comments, you know, from you and, and others. Uh, just how physical was that? To, and, and with the games being turned around as, as quick as they are, 
beating Clemens obviously is a high because it's a city team, and I'm not saying Laredo, Alexander, and Dale Rio aren't aren't a rival, but there's quite a bit of distance. It's not a city thing. You think there's anything where Lee maybe comes down a little bit that that maybe they could worry about since you know uh, since they got past Clemens, which you know was one of the top teams in, in the state as well. I think what what out of that game was something that I learned that the lead defense tends to fall asleep at times. The goals they've given up, like I said, I went to see them play against Vandergriff. You know, the two goals that they gave up was when the defense kind of lapsed. And at this stage of the playoffs, you cannot lapse because that one lapse could, you know, you can end up, like I said, you can end up losing a 1-0 game and and that and it can roll that way. So the I think that's something that the lead defense has to really start, you know, be more alert, um, you know, be with around their surroundings and make making sure they're they're clearing the ball away from danger. Better communication with the with the goalkeeper because uh, that's what I saw from that first goal. A little bad communication, and then they were having trouble with little, with some speed in the back. You know, they were getting some balls to the, behind them. But if they can fix that, like I said, I think, like I said, that should not be, not be a problem for Lee to advance. But like I said, if you cannot do stuff to a team like like a quality like Lake Travis, they will take advantage of that. So that's something that I learned from that game. But like I said, you every game you play, you learn something. You make sure you make your adjustments, and hopefully, like I said, they'll you can take care of business when you play that. Play, and we know the coach the does make game. adjustments, and, yeah. and we'll yeah, make picks. I'm sure Coach Rogers. Yeah, I'm sure Coach Rogers was aware of that. You know, you know, you know, he'll he'll take care of that. And like I said, I'm sure he'll have a game plan going into uh, tomorrow's game. You know what? You know what? What that he can exploit? What you know? What you can exploit on Laredo Alexander? Uh, for me, like I said, I saw Alexander. Great players. I think they can exploit them on the defense, maybe in the, the central mid. Uh, goalkeeping, it. I don't. I'm not too confident about their goalkeeper. I think if they can pepper them with a bunch of shots, especially from outside, like I said, I think this could this could turn into a rout if the goalkeeper doesn't step up on this on tomorrow's night's game. Now for the ladies here, the the final bracket here uh, for the evening here. Uh, Keller got past Byron Nelson 2-0, which uh, I think was an upset because uh, you had Byron Nelson going through. Marcus got past Hebron uh, 1-0. VR Eaton got past Southlake Carroll. Flower Mound 3-1 over Prosper. On the other side, Lake Ridge got by Belton. Tumble Memorial 2-1 over uh, Klein, uh, Klein Kane. Uh, Mansfield beat Waxahachie 2-1. And the Woodlands 5-0 over Tumble. So... Top of the bracket, what stands out to you? Uh, that uh, Keller knocking off Byron Nelson. Uh, Keller versus Marcus is going to be a good game, but I'm going to give the edge to the Marcus girls. Like I said, Marcus and Hebron, that's that's a, that's one of the classicals there for that, that Louisville area. Uh, they're in that same district, and like I said, they're battle-tested. So I'm going to give the edge to Marcus on that one. Uh, Eaton surprising some teams, knocking off Salt Lake Carroll. But they're going to run into a really good Flower Mound team. I think Flower Mound advance. So I'm going to see a good uh, another the, the rival schools Flower Mound Marcus versus Flower Mound for the regional for the Region One final, and then Region Two. Uh, 
Lake Ridge, speaking by Milton, that, I think that's Milton's uh, for the girls. I think that's a pretty good uh, showing for the for them for the last few years. I guess first going into the playoffs the last few years, uh, but they're going to run into a really tough uh, Tomball Memorial team. But I'm going to give Lake Ridge an edge on that. And then on the bottom, we have another Dallas-Houston area matchup. Uh, I'm going to go with the Woodlands. Uh, they should take care of business over Mansfield. So I'm going to. I think we're going to see a Lake Ridge versus Woodlands uh, regional final for Region Two. Down to the bottom half, Cypher beats uh, Seven Lakes one zero, Westbrook four uh, two, and PKs over Clear Lake. Uh, Houston Memorial 5-1 over Stratford, and Clear Creek uh, uh, defeated Brazoswood 1-0. On the Region 4 side, Vandergriff got past uh, Round Rock uh, Westwood 2-1. Brennan got past Edinburgh Vela 2-0. Round Rock got by uh, Lake Travis uh, 1-0. And Los uh, Fresnos uh, got by Donna North 6-1. So um, looking over here at Region 3, um, I think one of the things, you know, going back to the you know previous mm -hmm. show here, you mentioned Houston Memorial was, uh, you know, for, because I think they're one of the downtown schools, if, if memory serves yeah. me correct what you said. You said watch out for them because they are a powerhouse and, and uh, they are living up at least on their side of the bracket at this point. Yeah, that's going to be a tough – I know that last – the next game versus Clear Creek, that's going to be a tough game, but – I'm going to go with the momentum. I think Houston Memorial squeaks by. They get into the final. And then the other surprise is that Beaumont-Westbrook team. Uh, nobody was talking about them uh, as far as making a run into the – or going deep in the playoffs, uh, you know, getting the, the, shutout, the shootout win versus Clear Lake. That's a big win for them. Uh, the surprise is Cypher knocking off Seven Lakes. I thought Seven Lakes was, was going to win this region, but Cypher had other – other ideas, other I, yeah, the other plans. So I'm gonna give Cipher the edge because of the big one versus Seven Lakes. So I think I think we're gonna see a Houston Memorial Cipher Region Three fi Region Three final, and then for Region Two, I mean Region Four, um, Vandergriff had a real tough game with Westwood. We knew that was gonna be a tough matchup, uh, but Vandergriff, like I said, quality team. Like I said, I got to see them play. Uh, real physical, real fast, real tech, great technical play. Uh, so they're going to advance again, and they're going to face the, the the Brandon Bear, Lady Bears from here from mm -hmm. San Antonio, the last San Antonio team. Uh, they had a big win over there against Enderberg Vela Corpus. Uh, this is going to be, like I said, Brandon's going in as the underdog, but this game is going to be played tomorrow night at Spencer Valley High School. At 7 uh, so o'clock. At 7 o'clock. So you have a chance, go. Go cheer on for the Brandon Lady Bears. Uh, I said one of my former Texan players, Kelsey. Good luck to you. Hopefully, you scored some goals on on Vandergriff. Uh, but I'm gonna give the edge on Vandergriff. Like I said, to put six goals on Reagan, you know that that's that says something there. But I, I think the Brandon Lady Bears are gonna give them a fight. They're not gonna go down. But like I said, Vandergriff, I think they're gonna advance. And then the other bracket, the shocker was Lake Travis losing to Round Rock. Uh, everybody thought like Travis was going to win the region. They, it's not going to happen. Uh, Round Rock Lady Dragons had some, had something to say on this. Uh, they're going up against Los Fresnos, and I think we did a poll. I think they're picking Los Fresnos to win the region. I'm sorry, that's not going to happen. Uh, the pedigree with Round Rock is a lot. There's a big dis, uh, discrepancy between them and Los Fresnos. 
So Ron Rock's going to advance. So we're going to see a Ron Rock versus Bannergriff uh, rematch because they're in the same district. Uh, should be a good one. And we'll, 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 I'll save who wins for that for Wednesday. So, Brennan, you're not giving much of a shot to it, sounds like, here. Uh, for that here in, in Las Fresnos, uh, you mentioned uh, not a – not a not a big shot, uh, despite them coming through. Uh, you know, beating Jay uh, was it Laredo Alexander, um, mm-hmm. and then uh, Donna North. So that's where we're at. Um, the other big news, which I don't know, I don't believe is positive, uh, <laughs> but uh, Tasco came out um and per a tweet here uh stated this year there will be no all tournament passes sold uh stadium will be emptied after every game you'll need a new ticket which is twenty dollars to enter if you want to see all three girls finals on friday and all three boys finals it'll cost you a total of a hundred and twenty dollars here so thoughts on that so that that seems it seems odd for the slate in the uh, game to be saying, hey, because I think normal practice is if you buy a ticket in, you're in for, you know, until you leave. At least that's how it is, you know, mm-hmm. most high school um, games if there if there's multiple games here. Um, outside of the money grab idea here, any thoughts on why Tasco would, would do this? And um, Well, not it, so much Tasco. It's more of the UIL. I, I, like I said, it's not Tasco's fault on this. It's more of the UIL. I mean, I've been to the state tournaments. I mean, I buy the pass. Usually the pass is 20 or 25 bucks, and you get to see all the games. Mostly all the coaches go there, go flock there to go see who wins the finals and so forth. But for the UIL to charge 20 bucks per game, that's just ridiculous. You know, I mean, especially if you're, like, trying to cover maybe a couple – some of the, let's say you have two Metroplex teams or two San Antonio area teams, you know, you want to say stick around and watch, watch the game. But I think the UIL really dropped the ball. It kind of makes them look like they're more care about making money than, than the, than showing a good, having a good, you know, state, state finals tournament. You know, Cause I could see if you were, I could say, Hey, $20 for one game, but let's say $40, you know, you know, or thirty dollars for you know for day one, or eighty dollars mm-hmm. both games, you know, both mm-hmm. days along those like selling it as a package, but doing yeah. it as an individual game and no breaks. You know, hey, if you want to do the six, you know, not that I was planning on going in the first place, but that's going to deter. I have a feeling, you know, a lot of a, a lot of people from doing it, and and you know, most important, family and friends. That that may go see you know you know go see the kids and you know as you mentioned if there's two schools from the area you know to be able to go and stay and support you know the you know um, you know the, you know the other area team um, through there so to me like I said here with you it, it's you know I, I'm not sure if this is why they do it this late here um, but you know to me it just it wasn't it came across not not in good taste here you know we'll just leave it at yeah. that here, so. Because even the, in the past, like when I've gone, usually it's a two-day event, like a Thursday. Well, three has been right lately three-day event. Uh, you know, usually thir- you have Thursdays, you have the four A, four A, and then part of the five A semifinals, 
and then Friday you had the rest of the 5A, 6A finals. So usually you had a tournament pass for like 25, 30 bucks. So you got to see, you know, more than more than the six games, you know, well, at least 12 games for that price. And most of the most of the who get the passes are the coaches, mm-hmm. you know, because they want to meet up with their buddies and so forth. And that's how I used to do meet up with some of the other coaches I knew at the time, you know, but just to kind of. Even at $20 a game, like I've been to a couple of high school games, even mm-hmm. for high school football, you know, it's it's 10 bucks or less usually, um, yeah. you know, so for 20 bucks, you know, for each game, to me, that kind of, st- you know, stings a little bit. And, and, and like I said here, if, if AJ was playing, would I go pay it? Of course, you know, no. you know, for, you know, for family, you're, you know, you're going to pay it if, if, if it's your kid, you know, son or daughter that's playing, that's playing. Um, if it was my alma mater playing, you know, you know, that'd be something to consider, but, you know, for somebody that doesn't have an interest and just you know wants to go and support the, the the teams there, that's a hard hard thing to swallow. You know, for that here, which I think is a disservice in, in trying to help help grow mm-hmm. the games uh, for that here. But uh, final thoughts. There? Not, oh, go ahead. Final thoughts. It's not. It's not like they're playing the games and like. To- I mean, I, maybe I can understand if they're playing the games like at Toyota Field. Or Toyota Stadium, or or they're at they're in Houston, the UVA Compass, and where they're actually playing in a real soccer stadium, not at a football stadium in Georgetown. You know, I can see maybe the price of that, and then maybe group in like a, a group deal, like okay, you can see all six games for for forty bucks mm-hmm. or fifty bucks. Okay, that that's understandable, but to try to milk out twenty bucks per game, that's just kind of it. Just it's a big dis. The UIL should really reconsider this. It just shows them, you know, they, they care more about – it's not a positive thing. It's more about money to them than ha- showing a good, you know, state final tournament there, there, there that weekend. So, unlike the uh, San Antonio FC Dallas game, I, I think, you know, uh, you know, we had a good result uh, on here. We got through the bracket here in a timely manner, uh, you know, for that here. On Wednesday, we'll we'll go over the results from you know tonight and tomorrow. Uh, may, may, most of the games are tomorrow. Uh, looking at the schedule, so I apologize that I didn't see uh, any of today because when I did a quick look, most of them looked to be for tomorrow. Um, but on Wednesday, we'll turn around and go over. And I think the state finals are this weekend, right? If memory serves me correct. No, well, we have the regional finals this weekend. And then next Tuesday will be the state semifinals, which is pretty interesting that now instead of having in one location for a state semifinal, you're going to have to travel. Uh, it's going to be interesting. The re- Let's say, for example, let's say the Woodlands wins region region one for the boys and or I don't know what, what Houston area team we had. And let's say uh, El Paso Eastlake wins. Where are they going to meet halfway? <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be on a, and on a Tuesday night at, at a on a school night too. That I don't think the UIL really thought through this, you know, because that scenario and could star happen. Star testing like, as well. I know AJ has star te- AJ yeah. and Amy have star testing tomorrow. You know, for seventh grade, so it is yeah. that season as well where where star testing comes into play. I'm not sure where it comes in with athletics, but um, you know, typically those are days that uh, they don't want you missing or anything along those lines here. So. 
Final thoughts uh, for tonight here, Rafa. Like I said here, not a lot SAFC related. Uh, we did go over the brackets here. Um, hopefully, I think SAFC has another match this week, or maybe not here. It's preseason, so it's hard to kind of keep up with, with their, their yeah. schedule uh, for that here because they're closed door anyways. Um, I know we got our tickets uh, for that here, but any other questions that you have? Any final thoughts? Uh, just final thought. Um, like I said, good luck to all our San Antonio area teams. You know, regardless of my predictions, like I said, we we do want you know San Antonio to be represented in the state in, in the state tournament and so forth. So good luck to you all. You guys have a safe. Make sure you guys have a safe trip and be safe. And then, if you guys have a chance, get vaccinated today. I got vaccinated, as you can see here. Get my first shot tomorrow. First, uh, didn't hurt too much. You did a good job and. No side effects yet, but just precaution. Got my pity alive just in case. So, but if you have an opportunity, you know, get vaccinated. Like I said, luckily I got the Johnson and Johnson one. So I hate you. you know, I think by 14 days, I think I'll be ready to go. Hey, on my birthday too. So I'll be fully vaccinated. <laughs> ready to your office. <laughs> yeah, so, I'm excited because uh, my first shot is t tomorrow. Um, the next shot is the 5th may 5th which is after right after the first game mm -hmm. um so you know i may have only two game exposure you know and you know with with without having the full uh you know full, you know full both shots uh for out here so i'm excited that you know for this year you know being fully vaccinated uh you know for the san antonio fc uh matches here um, and, and like I said here, you know, uh, me and Rafa, you know, and, and Royce as well. Um, all, if you have the opportunity to get vaccinated, please do. Because uh, I think, you know, I, I saw a tweet. Um, sooner or later, the insurance companies are going to come out. And, and if you're not vaccinated, um, just how they like to make money, uh, they may, uh, you know, they may raise prices. But of course, that'll be towards the end of the year. But uh, to me, if you can get vaccinated, and even if you are vaccinated, please wear a mask because you know it's it's it don't not only covers you, but it also covers you know the the, the people that you're involved with. So um, while you are protected, others may not be if they haven't had the opportunity uh, to get scheduled uh, for that here. So do you want to thank you, Rafa, for coming on? Uh, mm -hmm. Like I said here, Royce, hope you're having a wonderful uh, evening, and and we'll see you next week um, with hopefully more uh, SAFC news uh, for that here. Uh, but uh, thank you for turning into the SA Soccer Roundtable. What's life without goals?